0: Because sometimes when you have a large audience, you can be a little lazy. I mean, no offense, but it just can turn into like a, oh, I know my audience wants to hear from me. But do they? back with another one on the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours I y'all I really feel like in my past life I was supposed to be like a rapper a DJ or something like that like I should have been on the ones and twos and like all of that stuff but I'm not musically inclined um I can they don't even let me play the triangle thing or the tambourine I have a lot of friends who know how to sing and I'm constantly left out so Yeah, this podcast is how I'm living out my rap dreams. I know, but I didn't become a rapper. I didn't become a singer. Instead, I became a podcast producer. And so this week, I am touching on what I've learned in these two years as a podcast producer and just the things that I've seen. Because oftentimes, I think there's a lot of misconceptions with podcasting and what goes into it and what really happens. So let's kind of talk about that. One. Yes, you'll notice. I like lists. I like order. I like to say one, two, three, four. I feel like it keeps you engaged. You know what's happening, what's coming. But no, the very first thing is having a large audience really does not mean anything. You'd be very surprised how many people have millions of followers on Instagram, millions of engagement, but those people don't actually resonate and turn into podcast listeners. The reason for this is... I don't know actually. I think it's twofold. One is the notion around Instagram and social media is really a good tool for brand awareness, which you've heard me talk about in past episodes. Um when in actuality, a lot of people aren't just getting off of social media platforms to come listen. 1 2 I think social media has given us so much access to people that sometimes we don't actually care what they have to say. Let's think about it. If I'm already on social all the time, like I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, all the things, I don't know what else is out there. And now these are apps I already have, already use. I'm there all the time and you're always in your stories. You're always posting on social. Like I can see everything that you could possibly Think of what you eat, what you like to do. I see all of that there. Why would I have a need to then go to another platform and listen to you? Have we ever stopped to think about that? So oftentimes I see people who are celebrities. I've worked with a few. I see people who have millions of followers. And at the end of it, their podcast is still not hitting numbers It's hitting the same type of numbers my independent creators who are clients are hitting. It's doing 200 an episode. It's doing 50 an episode. And it's a mix of marketing dollars, of not really putting the effort behind. Because sometimes when you have a large audience, you can be a little lazy. I mean, no offense, but it just can turn into like, a oh, I know my audience wants to hear from me. But do they? Some of the big things that I always notice is where um, we don't always see it resonate in the same way. It's not always apples to apples. You have a large audience, so that means here they are coming to tune in. So that's the number one thing I've learned. And it's always – it's a hard pill for people to swallow, I think. And – It's necessary, though. Like, I actually love the fact that when somebody who has a super large audience just puts out content, it doesn't just take off. I know you're probably like, oh, no, that's kind of mean. But here's the reason why. It forces you to actually, like, take a step back to understand what does your audience want to see and learn from you. It forces them to really delve into the needs of the audience and not so much just whatever I feed people's, what they're going to eat. Oh, I like that analogy, Write That down, Matthew. I feel like that was a good snippet right there. Oh, come on. Look at me spitting hot fire. Um, but the next thing is people are tuning in for the people. Like, let's be real. Like there's so many podcasts that are out there about the same topics. Like, Earn Your Leisure, for example, they're super popular because people really like them as individuals. Like, they're not too attractive to where it's like, oh my God, like, he's too fun. They're the right level of attractiveness. They come across very personable and they're consistent. And so let's say Joe Smo from Up the Street puts out the same type of content The reason people are tuning in to earn your leisure is because of who they are and their connection to them. For those who don't know who they are, let's use another example. Any other podcast you can think of that's out there, trust me, there's another podcast that talks about the exact same topics. This is why I always find it to be a problem when people come to me and they want to launch a podcast and they say, I want to be like this show, but I'm going to do it differently. Ah you don't have to do it differently. You can literally do the same exact show and just make sure you have an audience that wants to learn from you specifically. Like those who are here listening or watching this podcast, I assume you're interested in me as the individual. I'm talking about my experience in the podcast space. I'm talking about my experience as an entrepreneur. I'm giving tips on podcasting. All of these things you can pretty much hear from anybody else in the podcast space. But because you're interested in me, the individual, that's why you're Here. It's the same concept. If you have a podcast, make sure you're focusing more on yourself and not so much on your guest, because that's literally the number one thing I've learned is that so many people who interview people tend to allow the guests to take over the show. And the thing I always say to clients and I'll say to anybody in my community is if your audience is tuning in week after week for the person you have on your show, What causes them to stay once that person is gone? Like, why would I stay? If I came for this one person, they're gone now. I don't know anything about you. You're not sharing anything about you except for that one trailer episode that you did talking about, you know, your interest and why you launched a podcast. But after that, everything else has been other guests. So my big thing is encouraging more clients and independent creatives to do more solo episodes, like do episodes just by yourself. And you'll notice my podcast is maybe 15 minutes at max because I don't think anybody just want to be sitting here hearing me talk just. Staring at cameras like that just feels a bit much. And maybe you do. And you know, if you do, let me know. But at the same token, shorter form content, like let's say your podcast is normally 30 to 45 minutes, your individual episodes can be 15 to 20. But it gives people insights into who you are, what you do, and helping them see why they should want to learn this content from you. 95% of guests who join podcasts, guess what? They join 50 other podcasts and they've said the exact same thing. And some people say it a little different each time. I always find those to be the most interesting when I've had a guest be on multiple clients podcasts and they're telling the same story. But each time they say it differently, I'm always like, which one is the truth? But that's neither here nor there. Um, So that's the second thing I've learned is that you want to make sure that you are showing up for your audience as yourself and on your podcast as yourself, so that that way people tune in week to week. Like even if you're not talking about the most exciting thing, it makes a difference if it's you. Like your personality, your genaissance quoi, you know? Because I have some genaissance quoi. You see my genaissance quoi? My genaissance quoi is showing. <laughs> I'm a complete goofball. And I think that's why people like to actually like hear from me. And if it's not, you don't have to tell me like, I don't need to know. Um, I have a handy dandy notebook and I normally would tell people don't read from notebooks. But hey, I'm breaking all the rules. Um, Having a personality matters. Like. I'm literally just sitting in a room under some light with a microphone and some props and two cameras. This could get real dry real fast. Like just real fast. This could be real like, and then, you know, guys, I feel like you should do. Y'all going to be like, I don't want to hear her talk about this. This is stupid. So having a personality and showing up with your personality, because there's so many people who I meet them outside of their shows and off your podcast, and your personalities are super amazing. And then I listen to your podcast, watch it, and I'm just like, Ugh. Who is talking and where did that personality go? Um, There's 50 million podcasts out there. I know it's more than that. Do not try to come for me. Um, But there's a lot of podcasts out there. And quite frankly, what causes people to stand out is your uniqueness. Remember how I just talked about like you want to make sure that you're sharing who you are and having solo episodes? It's the same thing. When you have those solo episodes, make sure your personality is joining you on the mic. Because, baby, no, I want to listen to you just be dry. Have your je ne sais quoi. I feel like I just learned this word. I've known this word, but somehow I'm enjoying saying it. And Matthew keeps laughing behind the camera. And so it's making it even funnier because I'm like that kid who every time you laugh at something I say, I will keep saying it. Judge me not. Um, last but not least, because, you know. I wrote a list, um, is social media is for brand awareness. Social media does not always matter. I know some people who have super amazing podcasts who have no social media presence. I mean, there's not really much on social for them. So this notion that you have to be on social and be on every single channel, it's a lie. So sorry to tell you, it's a lie. Um, Because here's the thing, if you cannot commit and be consistent on any channel, it's not going to go far. So I will always recommend pick one channel and be committed to that. It could be Pinterest for all I care. Um, or it could be a newsletter and build that email list. But pick something and stick to it and be consistent. Consistency is king, queen, hmm. I think it's content is king and consistency is queen. I don't know, but you know, you know what I mean. Um, and so those are some of the big things that I've learned in producing other people's shows. Like I've worked with a range of people with their shows and each time I'm always surprised when I see that, you know, they have a large audience and it's not really hitting like it should or they have a large following and it's not hitting like it should. And this is just a show why you'll see celebrities start podcasts and it doesn't last. Like after a season or two, it's gone. But this for creat- should really give you some 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 encouragement because there's celebrities who are coming with the large budgets, the large marketing dollars, and it's still not hit. They're not having that longevity. And I think at Black Pod Festival, Nidia Sereno from um, Sirius XM, she made the comment of a lot of celebrities and a lot of these big platforms are taking a, a, a a page from independent creatives in how they market and how they get their audience engaged. So notice that we're doing something right as independent creatives. Yes, I'm an independent creative. I have a business, but I'm independent. And so just keep those things in mind. And as you create content, remember like what's, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your special sauce. And like, I always think my special sauce is like, I'm a trapper. I be trapping what does that mean I don't be trapping I'm really kind of. I just be here but it makes me feel like I could be a DJ cause that's what I wanted to be it's not what I wanted to be but I feel like I could do it I don't know Y'all just go with me. But I hope you found this information helpful. I feel like I always end these episodes the exact same way. Please, somebody, anybody, send me a message, a DM, an email of how I can close out these. Because I feel like a news anchor. Like, if anybody watches Firefly Lane, Firefly, hmm, Firefly Lane, and how Gilly was trying to figure out how to start closing out the news, that's me. So each episode, I'm going to try out something new. So until next time, guys, this was The Trapper. No, that wasn't it. (laughs) But thanks for tuning in. Until next week, y'all, have a good one. I need to stop saying that.